0: Welcome to the Winner Circle Real Estate Podcast, the podcast for you, the members of the Winner Circle community. Joining us today, we have Danielle Kennedy from Omara Kennedy First National in Yarrawonga, Victoria, and we're going to be speaking to her about her operating environment. Danielle, thank you very much for joining us for episode five of the podcast. How are you this morning?
1: Yeah, keeping well, thank you.
0: Excellent. Busy morning. Or it's uh what is it? Just gone 7 30 this morning. Has it been a busy morning for you already?
1: Um, yeah, no, I was up at five and um been for a run. Yes. Um I, I've done I've done a little I do a little bit of reading before I go, then go for a run at five, five thirty, um Back home, quick lunch, you know, make school lunches, out the door.
0: Yep, love it. And
1: here
0: I am. Here you are, ready. It's a good time. I
1: I love this time of the morning, though. I always seem to perform my best from 7 till
0: 9. Okay, no distractions at that stage. Is that what you find?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, excellent. Well, we're obviously, um, you know, we've got you on on the podcast um, this time around because we're going to talk about Um, you know, your operating environment, which is um, certainly not unique, but the fact that you are um, a mother as well as a business owner, as well as a principal, as well as a salesperson. So wearing a multitude of hats and just how you navigate that. But to give, if you can, um, the listeners, if you wouldn't mind just giving them a bit of an introduction to yourself and who you are and where you operate, sort of your, your story, if you will.
1: Thanks, Adam. So we live in, um, Yarrawonga Mawala, which is a small town, um, northeast Victoria on the Murray River. So in fact, our office is in Victoria, but we live in New South Wales and, um, there's probably a population of about 10,000 people. It's really probably on the map as a tourist destination. So we have, um, high, high, um, yeah, high volumes of people over the weekends and, um, you know, long weekends, Christmas and and Easter. So um, lots of holiday houses. Yes. And we're also are renowned as um, a retirement area as well. So a lot of our clientele are over 60. Okay. And, um, you know, we, we have great infrastructure. We're probably an hour from Albury, you know, kind of, down from Albury, yep, um, yep. and about three and a half hours from Melbourne.
0: Yeah, great. Okay. So
1: in our office here, we have um, um, there's eight of us at the moment. We've had a fairly high turnover over COVID circumstances. Um, have have led people to different things, of course. Um, and we're just all women, actually, in our office here. Mm-hmm. So um, not, not intentionally, but that's yeah. the way it is. Yes. Um, we have probably tapping into part-time um, mothers working as well. Um, I've had real success there of their productivity um, mm-hmm. and relatability, I suppose, because, um, you know, I'm a mum as well. So um, we have uh portfolio
0: with the, the rental as well as holiday accommodation as well as, of course, sales. Yeah. Right. Okay. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So the um, living, I just back to what you said originally, living in New South Wales, operating in Victoria, that would have been some hard waters to navigate last year with COVID and border restrictions I, I could only imagine.
1: Without getting political, I loved living under the New South Wales umbrella. Okay, versus well. <laughs> Victorian. But no, there was lots of challenges. Definitely. Um, I mean, just the just coming over the bridge every morning and every uh, sorry evening going home. Yes. Um, yeah, there would be a long lineup up to forty five minutes getting across the bridge um, to be checked by the army. So it was an intense time it's, yeah. uh, it's incredible to believe that that happened actually um yeah no and and look we also there's of course we also have to navigate uh, which other uh, other um, um PIDAD members do as well that live on borders you have two different licenses and they're, they're just such different rules from Victoria to New South Wales, yes. especially with the rental department. You know, what what we had to learn last year in Victoria versus New South was you know, two different languages almost.
0: Well, with all the legislative changes that have just come in, as I understand it, with with the Victorian um, legislation around now um, renters and and what do they call landlords now? That's a different word as well.
1: No, they're called collectors of rent, I think. Collectors of rent. There you go. Renters and, yeah, collectors of rent. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, someone's spending a lot of time on probably... So
0: anyway, that's I shouldn't be saying that. Uh, again, we're we also getting into the, the political realms of yeah. it. So, yeah. All right, that's great. Can I final question on you and um and where you operate, how how has your market changed since COVID? I mean, a lot of the country is obviously talking about this this growth phase that they're in and a lot of people find themselves in a seller's market, with your market being a little bit unique, holiday destination, retirement. Are you, are you seeing those, those same sort of changes in your, in your local area?
1: Yeah, fair to say. Yeah, very much so. In fact, um, you know I think I think regional Victoria are the winners really uh, uh, um, over COVID so mm-hmm. we've had um, a, a, a big increase in um, sales and the demand of people wanting to come up and probably that I, I didn't coin this but the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday what are they? I think they call it the TWT week and well, what they're saying now is that um, you know, people are going to be in the office in Melbourne, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then, you know, enjoy weekends um, or, or like, you know, a better lifestyle. So work from home, Monday, Friday, and yes. kind of be in the office. So once upon a time, three and a half hours was a long time, you know, but it, it seems to be shorter now to get to Melbourne. We have much better infrastructure here. Um, you know, we have good coffee and, and cinemas <laughs> and it's a beautiful lifestyle. We live on the lake. Um, so you can see the want for people to come up and shift their thinking of of you know, lifestyle versus you know, work, or they can have both now, really. They can have a career, can't they? That's what's changed with COVID. Yeah. Um You're not, you know, not you contacting
0: to having to live in the city to pursue a a career that you're gonna get, yeah, what you what you're looking for out of it. So yeah. No. I, I must i hadn't heard that uh, that TWT week that's that's new language for me so yeah that's really interesting very much so so as you say they can they can live in an area like yours and still cute yeah great okay. absolutely
1: yeah there's a lot of that and I'm finding as you know I think I've read this on realestate.com, their number word their number one search word at the moment is um, home office study right um, it was during COVID five years. Yep. Um, so, and that's what I, I'm seeing. Uh, that's what I'm hearing out at the cold face talking to clients. Um, you know, home office is important with an aspect. Yep. Um, you know, with a yard. Yeah,
0: brilliant. Yeah, no, yeah. that that aspect is is hard to it's it's hard to go past when you're sitting there working and you can look out. Um, across across something. I did some work this week with the King and Heath team at uh, at uh, Bansdale and uh we did it at the Bansdale race course. So the room we we're in talking oh, yeah, nice. over the race course it was yeah, it wasn't exactly a hard couple of days I'm not <laughs> <Good> <laughs> for
1: you.
0: background. Yeah. Um it's all about the Vista. We we put it out to you guys, the listeners, every single month and once again we've had um a couple of you thank you send in uh some challenges that you're experiencing in the field. Danielle, we were just speaking about this one up there, but um, it's something you're experiencing, I and my team are experiencing, and I think a lot of people are, so we've we've opted to run with it. Um, it's the objection at the moment, look, I really do want to sell my house, I want to put on the market, I know the market's good, but I'm worried about finding something, I'm worried about buying something on the other side. And so with with that in mind, that, that's something you yourself are, are facing as well, is that correct?
1: It seems, since we had that initial conversation, it seems to be coming up more and more. But, yeah, yeah as I said, too, it's very apt at the moment. People are really driven by fear. Um, yeah. And I think it's shelter is the number one. Um, is that Maslow's Law? Maslow's it's like be, yeah. A, yeah, and yeah. I can see that. So there'd big conversations to have with clients at the moment regarding this.
0: Yeah, yeah. How How's about,
1: you, yeah you sorry, go.
0: you go, you go.
1: No, I was
0: just gonna say how are you talking to your team about it? It's funny. Um, it's it's there there's always been solutions that we've offered for those sort of things. Um and I think I think what you're finding is there are there are some go to tools you can certainly lean on with people and say, Look, we can offer you an extended settlement period, we can we can um, to, to, uh, discuss. You know, we talk about it in winning ways, and in, in Trimmy's book, uh, Real Estate Dangers, the the four steps to sale. So, find the buyer. Step one. Find your property. Step two. Focus on the changeover cost. Step three. And then step four is sell and buy. So there's you, you're absolutely there's there's always been these go to measures that we've had, but it's funny you use the word fear because there there is more of a concern around. I can see that these things are solutions and, and options, yes, but I'm not convinced that they're they're satisfying or you know they're eradicating that. So, have you yourself had any any successes that you could share that that seem to have worked for you? Or yeah,
1: look, I, I, and look. Um, Yes, had some successes, but Mm. also some situations that we have actually had conversations when we've done what you know you call the deep dive or really checked in. And I think that's probably what's key at the moment is really having those deep conversations about what their plan B is yes and it's not just what they want plan b to be it's more about seeing are they supported by family are they supported by their children and that usually is a pretty that's a bit of a red flag or a green flag for me if i can see that their children just verbally when they're talking to me are supportive of the move and i yes. going to help them so like i said a lot of our clientele are over 60. Mm-hmm. so to give you a scenario oh, this is, a, this is a, a, a good story although we haven't got a result yet we listed a property last week. Or well, seven o'clock on Sunday night, this lady rang me to say, "I can't move. I don't know where I'm going to go." Um, so we talked through this during the week. Probably had two conversations about it. Um, anyway, on my, you know, we sleep easy. Let's kind of meet tomorrow. So, in fact, what we did in this situation is I got her in the car and showed her some options.
0: Okay. Right. You know,
1: just to, to, to sort of calm down and go right. There is a plan B that you've got. You've got options, mm-hmm. but it is it is really being truthful to say there's no straight line, and you do have to take a leap of faith, and there is uncertainty, but there are there are options
0: that are out there. I think um, if I can just take a little a little section of what you just did there and and we'll talk about in that story. You you pick her you, you picked her up, put her in your car, took her for a drive. Now, a lot of salespeople are gonna do a version of that where they send them an email with some links to some properties. I, I love the fact that you're not what well, you're physically picking her up, so you've got that law of investment working in your favour and but more importantly, you're spending that time and you're giving her your time to show you, I do care about this. Like I'm not just like you know you are important to me and what happens so i think that's that's a a subtlety that shouldn't be overlooked there that a lot of people say look here's your options physically pick them up go show them some options spend that hour two hours doing that just that time in the car and i wouldn't imagine you would have gone a physically walk through houses. you just drove past a few and had a talk with you or yeah Yeah.
1: look actually in fact it was 30 minutes minutes. some rental options Yeah. um, some rental options so you know, she would not have continued with the sale if I hadn't have done that. Yeah. Um. And it's just, it is like, you know, in any market that we're in, it's face to face, isn't it? I mean, if that's the one thing you've learned from Pitard, yes, it's face to face. So, that's- um, look, it's, it's like I said before. I think, um, I think there'd be conversations to have, and then you really do need to do the deep dive about Plan B. What is it? Because your house is going to sell. Yes. And there's not as many options as there has been. We have to kind of um, work through that.
0: I think um, one of the other the other things um, to consider for salespeople who are facing this, and one of the things that that came into Winning Ways in in its latest um, iteration is the quadrant strategy of negotiation. And so many times we think about negotiation as in sitting in front of a buyer getting getting a price up, which obviously is one of the easiest things we can do at the moment it's one of the most straightforward because the market is doing so much of the heavy lifting and i think though with a with an an issue such as this that we're talking about like they're concerned about finding something if you look at that in terms of the quadrant strategy what we're talking about there is risk it's that fourth quadrant that they're that they're concerned about so how do you counteract risk is you've got to look at um knowledge relationship and detachment the three other quadrants you as you say there the the deep dive spending that time it's going to give you that knowledge and that relationship it's going to give you those pieces of the puzzle so that they they start to follow your advice and show that you are mitigating that that risk for them so nice. i just think that's a that's also something that you can we can analyze ourselves and look and go, okay, how am I going here with my knowledge, with my relationship? What is the risk? And, and use that, use that um, framework, if you will, in a variety of different situations. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And, and feeding them information, like um, what's also been helpful is having a really good relationship with the removalist. Okay. So we've just had one situation where we know the removalrs can literally go in and pack it up and kind of give them not just the number but negoti you know kind of um connect them yeah yeah, so I think kind of just being what I found in this market for us more than I ever have before is really being involved in those steps,
0: yep. Yeah.
1: yeah, so it probably does build. Okay, uh, um, ticked off, so they they can go right. Okay, I don't need to pack up the house myself. That's ticked off. Okay, yeah. I've got two or three options where you know where I'm headed. I'm going to end up with X amount of money. You know, yeah. I am moving in this time frame. You know, there's a fair certainty that that's going to happen. Yeah, great. I mean, in great. our past markets, we could have sat with um people for a year trying to find
0: it And it's no stress at all. Yeah, we got all yeah. in the world. So. That's that's really interesting, Danielle. You know, we talk about adapting and the new challenges, but it's sometimes in the really simple stuff, as you said you're you're ticking more boxes for people because what were just a normal box in a in a balanced or a buyer's market is now this huge, bigger box. So if you can if you can tick everything else mm. off, of them, they can just think, okay, that's the one challenge I have to Yeah, that's really that's really great. I think there's there's value in that for for our listeners. So it's not a it's not, a, it's not a, a challenge that I think you can say, say this line and people will, you know, will go, oh, geez, no one's ever said I should settle in 120 days before. What a solution. So, you know, it's, as you say, it's it's knowing the client, knowing their circumstances, how you can help that specific person. And,
1: and case by case. Yeah. Case by case, isn't it? Like it's really, it, it is. It's, um, and, and I think it is in you know, when when we do the listing presentation, I love that it, it does zigzag. There's no straight line from A to B when yeah. you're selling. And it is, it's just saying, you know, we're not quite sure how this is go, gonna, you know, gonna go, but we'll navigate it and we're with you um, to be able to get you from A to B. Absolutely, mm.
0: yeah, that line, I'll give you all the advice that you need, but I'm never gonna tell you what to do. So right. yeah, brilliant. brilliant, okay, all right um well i think there's definitely going to be some value in that for for our listeners let's have a look at um at the results for for the month of april so this year so um exciting month to talk about because as we've been mentioning we've got our new category as well in our results which is um, the salesperson's uh, unconditional gross dollars that they also brought in. So we can, we can have a look at that. But, um, I want to start by kicking off and talking about our salespeople's sides that we have. So winning the month for April, 2021 was Mark Wilson of, um, of Wilson's real estate His his son Lucas now running the day to day of that operation. But Mark had a cracking April with, um, 29 unconditional sides which is uh which is pretty rock and roll i think so. i
1: i thought he was retiring
0: Let's say, yeah see so <laughs> and this is the thing when you got the bug you don't want to slow down you don't want to you know and and so in probably you know was mark's on the hotline we'll talk about that later but he's been doing it over 45 years and i think he's one of the people that would be you know, well, this is one of those markets that happen once every twenty years. Yeah. So may as well may as well capitalise on 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 it while it's here still. So yeah, so that's
1: inspiring. It is, and
0: it it, it says it says a lot that it really does, and it says a lot about a business that's been going as long as theirs has, and they're still doing those sort of numbers. You know, all these years later. So yeah, it's it's, it's unreal. Um, in second place, we had. Uh, Joshua Schweitzer, so Joshua works um, with myself at, at my office, Johnson Real Estate in Ipswich and Joshua uh, achieved 25 unconditional sides for the month also. So he had a, um yeah, really another really solid month. And in third place, we've got Kyle Raven from Gary Nash & Co in Wangaratta, also Victoria. Um, Kyle did 24 unconditional sides for the mm-hmm.
1: month. He, he's had an incredible year.
0: He has. He's actually, in all fairness to Kyle, he's had an incredible two years. He's just, he's just firing and firing at the moment, which is, which is really great. So it's funny. I was looking, just having a, you know, a quick aside on Kyle, looking at his results for the month, 24 unconditional sides and Kyle made 10 sales. So what that tells me is 14 of his properties sold last month. So, yeah. you know, real estate belongs to the listers. It really
1: yeah,
0: it does. Yeah. Kyle's a, a great example of that. Um, We also acknowledge the people who are in the top 20 for the first time, as you'd know, Danielle. And um, we've we've got one person who's cracked the top 24 for her first time, and that's Olivia Swan. So Olivia works at um, one agency, Surf Coast, which is in Torquay with Sean there. And um, do you know that office, Danielle?
1: I don't. I've met met Sean. Yes. Um, Yeah. Again, very popular little spot, Torquay holiday destination, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, um he's got a, a couple of his guys actually in uh, a couple of a couple of his teammates in the in the top twenty. But yeah, it's Olivia oh, at, at number seventeen. So her first time in the top twenty. So congratulations to you, Olivia. Fair yeah, enough.
1: congratulations. That's terrific.
0: Yeah, it really is. It really is. Um she got sorry to mention um, thirteen unconditional sides. So yeah, great, great stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, so dollars, so, um, we've spoken about this a lot on previous episodes, but we've, we've introduced a way to acknowledge because there are, there are two different, you know, I guess, yardsticks that salespeople measure themselves are. There are those more inner city offices that really do look at the dollars that they bring in those volume of the dollars. Whereas there are some higher transaction areas that really do focus on that volume altogether. So this gives us an opportunity for people to sort of, measure themselves as as they want um but i must say speaking of people having sensational times at the moment in in first place for um salesperson of the month in a dollar sense is trent cameron from wallamont and nut um, trent brought in just for the month of april two hundred and forty two thousand nine hundred and seventy five dollars so congratulations uh, to you trent if you annualize that number that becomes a very exciting number so yes yeah
1: congratulations
0: yeah that's, uh, that's jaw dropping it, it it is it's it's just it's awesome and and good on him and and good on that office for for doing so well in their in their community and Trent once again you know it's mm. it is a good market without a doubt but as we were just saying it comes with its own challenges and you've mm. still got to be good enough to capitalize on it so mm. that it doesn't those sort of results don't just get handed to you so yeah Um Jessica Chia at um at First National Waverly City. So Jessica a peak performer in our in the winner's circle. Um Jessica brought in very close to Cameron actually for the month of April, two hundred and twenty six thousand eight hundred and thirty eight dollars. Yeah. Yeah, it's big, it's big stuff. It is really good. And and our number one In terms of turnover, was our number three in terms of dollars, and that's once again Mark Wilson. So Mark um, brought in hundred and sixty three thousand, a little bit over one hundred and sixty-three thousand for the month of April. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which
1: is incredible because that's that's
0: done at Warnable too, isn't it? That's in Warnable. So yeah, that's and that's the you know, and and that's the thing. Sometimes it's easier to say, oh, I could never do those dollars because of our of our fee level. But yeah, he's. He's right in amongst it with a fee that's, you know, roundabouts a third of what it is at, at, um, at Walla and Nuts. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, well done.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Worth celebrating. Beg your pardon? It's worth celebrating most it
0: of those. No, it absolutely is. And this is, it's a nice platform. And, and you know, if you're part of the Winner Circle community, you're listening to this, you know, Jump on Google. These people find their mobile number. Send them a text message. Offer to buy them a coffee if they're around, or you know, try and get some of their secret sauce. There, this is a community that anyone that I've mentioned this morning, I know you could pick up the phone, ring them, and say, "Look, have you got you know sometime this week? I can take ten minutes of you, and I'm sure all those people would be generous with their time." So, yeah, yeah,
1: that's the beauty of the pitau group, isn't
0: it? Absolutely, mm. it really is. That that community that that um that's been built is just yeah, it's. Very unique, very unique. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe that's an opportunity for a plug. If you find yourself listening to this podcast and you're not yet a part of that community, you've just come across it and you're looking for good real estate, you can visit uh, thewinnercircle.realestate and you can get more of an insight into what we're doing and what we offer and, and and how they might be able to help you in your career. So please um, please reach out to us. But, um, Daniel, let's, let's go to our, our BDMs for, for April. So our business uh-huh. development, managers, mm-hmm. um, our top ten before. So no, oh, I meant to say sorry. Um, I will just quickly say this: with with the top dollars, every single person in the top twenty, it was their first time in the top twenty because we uh, we obviously have never done it before. So for these first few months, we'll 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 um, discuss the top three, and then after a period of time, we'll start talking about people who've who've cracked that for the first time. Yeah, so, yeah. good idea. Sorry, so a bit of a just a, an aside there, but yeah, with the BDMs, um, what just got me on that? Our top ten, everyone in the top ten has appeared in the top ten before. So once again, we've got that that real consistency in our in our business development managers. So in um in first place, once again, I think Joe Joe's taken this out. I think every month so far this year, but Joe Niwand at Smarter Property Management in uh, in Capalaba uh, here in Brisbane, and um, she. Was number one with twenty seven new management signed for the month of April, which is yeah, just uh, just phenomenal. So yeah.
1: What
0: would their portfolio look like? Uh, smart management. I, I, because I don't know if you know this, they're actually that's that's part of the Johnson Real Estate Group. So that is our right. property management arm, and so. Um, yeah, it's 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 um, sits sits around the thousand at the moment. So yeah, and 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 ever growing, absolutely ever growing. So, um, yeah. Is that
1: market is that. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, is that market also difficult at the moment? Is there many available rentals?
0: No, no available rentals at the yeah. moment. I mean, you've got a lot of investors leaving the leaving the um the market to capitalise on it and a lot of those investors i'm finding are being replaced by um first home buyers or young families so this the um the vacancy rates are very very low at at yeah. so um rentals is is hard and and finding managements is is hard as well like it's yeah. just not there so but but you you see um in in the teams that have done it you know these the, and i want to mention the top 4 that we've got cuz third and fourth are the are the same but Renee Dunstan, once again, consistent performer up north at Townsville, Todd Pierce and Sue Pierce's yes. office. And um, Renee was responsible for 21 new managements in, um, in April. So, congratulations, Renee. And then, sharing third place, if you will, Cherie Goodwin from Caloundra City Realty with Ben Price and Monique Inglis in uh, Ironbridge Real Estate over in Christchurch. New Zealand under under Adam there. So Monique and Cherie both brought in seventeen new managements for, for the month, which is yeah, just yeah. yeah. So yeah. no, congratulations, congratulations to yeah to everyone in that um in that top in that top ten. So yeah, just just some really exciting figures there. Yeah, no,
1: it's great. Great to um, check in on the property management too. I'm loving hearing
0: that. Mm. No, it's great to, you know, sometimes they, they really can be the unsung heroes of our of our businesses without without a doubt so and let's swing of unsung heroes let's talk about our our prospectors as well so just just finishing up with um with our our top 10 of our prospectors so a congratulations to ian harrison so ian works um with the first national king and heath team that i was fortunate enough to um to work with this week and i was able to meet ian so he was in first uh first for the month of april creating seven source listings for the month uh, for his team so i feel it yeah no just really solid really solid there
1: So knocking what was he doing
0: so a combination so they, he's in an interesting area me tongue is where he is and so you've got a um you've got a pretty consistent population there of only 1500 people. So Ian and I had some really good conversations around some of the unique challenges that they have around, you know, you speak to 103 people a day in two weeks, you've spoken to everyone. (laughs) So, um, you know, we, we had some really good, but look, door knocking and, and speaking to established clients and and, still, still activating a lot of those, a lot of those sources to find business. But with his own unique spin on it and and very referral heavy as well asking people who do they know who can he help that those great question yeah so so seven for him um number two for the month also for the first time in the prospector top 10 is isaac pivac um isaac works with the hudson bond team under paul uh there in doncaster victoria and isaac as a home finder was responsible for six um, six listings for for the month of April. So, congratulations to you, Isaac. And in third place, we had um, Ashley Miller. So Ashley working with her mum at Kate Kilner Real Estate up in up uh, in. Great. Yeah. So Ashley, um, very consistently in that in that top ten, and so crack number three with um with five listings for the um for the month of April. So yeah. Quick girl. Yeah,
1: it's
0: fantastic. I also want to acknowledge um, two first-timers in the, in the Prospector Top 10. So um, in fourth place, Adam Chandler, who works with um, Josh Kibble at, um, at Drummond Real Estate, so with Josh and Rion's office. But not only Adam, they've, um, Josh and Rion have also put on Glenn McCabe. And so, um, yeah, so Glenn came in at fifth place, also with getting five for the month. So, uh,
1: yeah, great.
0: From what I can see in front of me here, Adam's been brought in as a as a new sales recruit heading into sales, whereas Glenn's been brought in as a home finder, so yeah congratulations to them and and you know speaking to joshua and and he's doing yeah a lot of work with those those new guys and making sure they hit the ground running so yeah,
1: yeah, great leaders
0: yeah they they are, they are really like, dude they're they're similar to you they're right on that border that au aubrey wodonga border, so yeah.
1: Yeah, they are. No, they're great. They they live in a, it's a great town up there. It's it's big too. There's big population, great infrastructure, um, airport. It's, It's a great place.
0: Yeah, no, they're going Mm. to. um, Yeah, they're really going to transform. I mean, it's it's a brilliant office that they've purchased and taken over, but they're really yeah doing a lot of a lot of transformation of that, taking it to its next its next level. Yeah, I
1: can see it. They've just got um. Yeah, you can see it in their eyes actually. When I was down at the management course, they were excited, weren't they, and passionate.
0: They 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 really are, yeah. and, and you know they've taken that straight out of Peter Drummond's handbook, and they've just taken that yeah. and, and running with it, which is yeah. which is just great. All right, so um, yeah, congratulations to everyone, all of our salespeople, our BDMs, and our prospectors for a for a phenomenal April. Well done. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely worth a pause there and a, and a glass of champagne, Adam.
0: Indeed, indeed. All right so so danielle um let's get into let's get into what we like to call our, our main topic of of the episode and where where we're hoping our, our listeners can get um can get a lot of insight and value from your perspective and I really would like to talk to you about um and op, your operating environment and and specifically yours because um as I alluded to in the introduction and obviously we're going to go into some detail here but you wear many, many hats in, um, in, in what you do as a, as a salesperson, real estate principal, mother, wife, you know, everything else that you would do on a, on a day-to-day basis. So I think there's a lot of women either in our industry that are mothers that, that, that struggle uniquely with, with how do I do this juggle and this balance and, um, I'm obviously not the expert on this topic and that's why, why you are here. But I also think there's value in this because I would suspect that there are a lot of women wanting to pursue a career in real estate sales, yet, you know, are concerned about what that means and the implication that would have. So before I get into some, some real specifics and nitty gritty stuff, can you give, once again, the listeners just a perspective of your family situation, what, what your, um, you know, what your, your makeup looks like.
1: All right. So, um, so my husband, uh, Damien's a builder, so him and his family have a building business. So he's pretty busy with that. They have, um, probably over 50 staff actually. So they're, they're, um, busy in, in their own, own right there. Um, we have four children yes um, ranging from 19 down to 7 yes three three girls and um and a boy that started in grade 1 this year so um look i it's interesting when i asked the family when you asked me um that the everyone was home and i asked them about this dinner you know, and specifically to Damien my husband you know why is it that we work I don't mean workers in career, but why do we work as a family yes and um his response was firstly because you have a great husband <laughs> but <laughs> it is that he did say it's because we're headed in the same direction and he did say look Dan we're not special, like plenty of people are busy. Uh, we may be busier than some, um, mm-hmm. but you know, as he said, we're not collecting water or wood for the fire, are we? Um we're just doing what needs to be done. And so that was really interesting. So once he sort of said that we're heading in the right direction, I could kind of jot down some strategies of the things that we do that I can maybe share with with um all the listeners. But interestingly, I asked the same question to the kids. You yeah. know. Um, yeah. how have you all managed it, mum and dad working and and they've not, they haven't known any different really, um, and they had very varied responses. But they all said we've been making our lunches ourselves since day two of school. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think some of the credit is probably just that you know that they've actually had to step up and they've. Um, been raised in an environment where mum and dad both work and um, it's all in. So a lot of podcasts and a lot of conversations. There's a lot of books on um, balance, life, work balance. And for us, they're completely blended. I don't yeah. know if that's right or wrong, but work is home. And at work, sometimes we have kids running through the office. So it is very blended for us, and that's what works. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have some very clunky weeks, don't get me wrong, but um yeah, I I, I I couldn't sit here and say, you know, at home I'm home and at work I'm work. You know, at times they do blend.
0: It's funny that that and I'm, you know, from my point of view, not a not a fan of that of that work life balance, like that that sort of terminology. Um, because when you think about balance, if and, and I'm a visual thinker, but I always think of you know like a seesaw or something in your mind where you 've got work on one side and family on the other, and you 're trying to find this balance. but in that picture, they 're separate from one another they 're on other ends of the spectrum where you used a really interesting word they 're blended because it really is this constant crossover as this I mean kids running through the office you 'd be working from home on like it's just there's no this work and, and life uh, work and, and family it 's just this life that you 're living.
1: Yeah, I think that would be fair to say. It's, you know, a lot of, you know, I have, I mean, it, it takes a village, doesn't it? And that's probably the message today. A, a, a strategy for me is I run, I, I run or I exercise early in the morning. And um, it's interesting talking to other women that I, I do that with. Um, we all come from different walks of life but um you know just it's just probably a code of silence it's an opportunity to debrief um, and just share what's going on and one of the topics that i often hear is about equality like in the house and you know it is a pendulum that sways um when you've got a working mother and a working uh, husband and wife team and men for me see it very differently as much as Damien wouldn't would never think to, I don't don't even think you know how to turn on the washing machine, actually. (laughs) (laughs) The truth of it would be that. Um, But, um, you know, I I think as time has aged and experience and just accept, you kind of resolve to that and and realise the pendulum sways both ways and it's never, ever going to be equal chores in the house, Mm -hmm. but um, it works in all different ways. Um, and I think um, women, it's important for me to have a clean and controlled house. Yes, I don't yes. want people to think I'm a control freak, but I, 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 I operate, my operating, is if you want to use your terminology, your my operating environment is better yes, when yes. I'm um, organised.
0: Yeah, great.
1: Like yeah. anything, isn't it? You just feel calmer in control. So for me that's important, for Damien it's not. So now we've just employed a cleaner. we well not recently, you know, we yep. have for some um, time now. Involved. But but that there's those things, I'm better to spend money there and and have um, you know, a better operating environment for myself and for the family.
0: Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Can can we start? Can I, I throw some really simple questions at you to to get a bit of the ball rolling in terms of painting this picture and how you're navigating it? So, you, you mentioned going for a run. Can you talk to me about? And I know this is a loaded question. What does your typical day look like? But what are some of the structures that you like to ensure that you're bringing through your day? Some of the things you have to hit on each day to allow you to to handle all the all the the different things, like all the directions you're being pulled in.
1: Look at pro- um, yeah, I can definitely share the the day to day, but probably one of the things that I did notate when um, I was doing a bit of a mind map on this for you and this conversation was what we do weekly and monthly. So um, for Dave and I, we do a kind of a, an annual plan of the year, and it, it would have been picked up, I'm sure, at a leadership conference with PIDAD. Um, it, it's not, you know, it's nothing. Um, you know, it's pretty simple but we just look at um where we're headed with our health, um you know financially family and career okay. so, as well like so work for, for for us individually and then um each month we also then have a, a little bit of a, a look at that and then every sunday morning you know, it, it doesn't matter what's going on every Sunday morning, we would have a coffee together between kind of six and seven somewhere locally and we would have our um tick list or our action sheet from from the week. Yes. And again, that's that there's nothing you know fancy about it. It's like fix the toilet roll holder. Yeah. Uh you know. Ring the school I don't know it's it really simple I mean send a, send the a grievance card whatever it is that that's all all there and that gets ticked off and then we have a plan for the next week or the, the you know the coming week and also another action sheet of what needs to be done yes. um, and then we both take a, a copy of it and there's a copy in the pantry and so that's kind of that that probably when that's going right and it's down to the, the meals. So it's down to what's happening at dinner time, who's cooking, um, you know. So it it is pretty detailed like that, but it just makes the week go smoother. So that kind of works for a for the family.
0: You've got there, and again, I'm not trying to oversimplify that, but there, you know. So I hear from that communication lines are, are wide open. There, there's a free flowing communication. You've got preparation going into it, but you've also got you know to a degree if you will accountability to one another you're going through and you're making sure this is what we set out for the week did we do that well, yes yeah yeah
1: um, i think for men you know he that works better than um tell 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 you know it's, it's better to have it written down we're obviously really calm and enjoying sunday morning so it's a great time of the week yep. to be having those conversations as well um no one's under pressure um it's 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 smooth. So it is a it is a perfect time for that. So that 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 kind of works well for a family, for me personally and for many others that would be listening. Um, for me it's exercise in the morning. So I, I'm, you know, up at five or four fifty nine. Mm-hmm. And I do I, I really loved one of the game changing moments for me with Pidad was listening to Dave Anderson. Yes, and well, twice actually. But his affirmations and his book, I I really refer to. So um, I probably spend some time reading that, or you know, just whatever book I'm on. You um, you know, do that, write in my journal. Um, re- probably pretty reflective. I've always had a bias for what what's worked well. You know, what could have I done better? Yes. Or if I'm dealing with an issue, I'll put that at the top of the page and then kind of mind map that out. So it's it's half an hour of time and that's how I use that. And then I, I exercise from 5.30 to 6.30 and then usually have a coffee with, with the girls. Um, yeah. And by 7 o'clock I'm home and, um, you know, we're on then for school. But the kids, you know, we've only got two at home now at, um, at school here locally and you know they they know the routine so they're up and at it and, and get themselves going before i'm back at work depending on the week this week it's been seven thirty every day but sometimes it would be caught tonight or 10 tonight i'd be walking in so it just depends
0: okay on what time. Yeah. did you find um you know, you, you've had your younger two now, they've got the, the benefit of the example of the older kids and they have been able to follow in suit. When you had your first two girls and, and you and your husband were finding your, your feet with that rhythm, was was that structure present there for, for, for your first two girls or is that something you've developed over over the last, you know, 19 years of motherhood or...
1: Um, it, I think it
0: evolves,
1: Adam, but it'd be fair to say it's evolved, I, and, and look, I say it, this, this is the ideal, but it depends how tired you are, what's going on, the, the different pressures. So, uh, look, e- each week, like I said, before we clunk our way through some of them, the children... Um, We've always been in business, so like day or oh, self-employed. So yeah. the kids have always known when we're driving around, they have to be quiet because mum's on the phone. Or I mean, now the kids all prospect, so they all do the letter drops <laughs> and all their friends. So that. it is kind of they know it. Um, so I think the probably the organisation it was a had to, otherwise I wouldn't be able to do what I do. Yes, um, and. So that, that's a have to, yeah, a non-negotiable. I I think also while I'm talking about that, you know, I have huge support from um, family as well. So, um, you know, I couldn't I couldn't work the way I work, and I'm very grateful that in a small country town I can have a really fulfilling career, and I do I do love that. It's a choice that we've made for me to be able to do this, but with that comes support from family, which is. Yeah, you know, we go to mum and dad's once a week for dinner. So, you know, that's always on the calendar and yep. we would clear the calendar for that. So there there's there's things in place that that allow us to do what we do.
0: The um support system was saying I wanted to ask you about. So it when when you say support, like is that something where yourself and Damien, you have got your plan for the week, um, but something's happened with him or or you've got a, you know, unexpectedly, I mean, and that's how real estate works is it's not the hours that'll get you in real estate. It's the unpredictability of those hours. So, do you find yourself having to lean on your support system a lot, or it's it's just ever present, knowing that like if if you ever do need them, they're around. What? How do you? Does that make sense? What I'm trying to ask there. Sorry.
1: I think um, what you're trying to say um, sometimes that an appraisal will go for an hour longer. Is that? Kind yes, of message
0: exactly well
1: interestingly when I was talking to the kids about this they did often say that they were left at tennis training or swimming yeah. by themselves so we live because we live in such a community we're supported by people that will know a Kennedy kid and pick them up <laughs> um, so look I mean we're pretty communicative so if I know I'm going to be late look. I've got to say, if I'm in an appraisal, I'll call it and say, I've got to go. Yeah, yeah. you know, I can only give you this amount of time or we need to reschedule. So I, I'm very, you know, transparent. I'm very, of course, as we all are, um, honest about the situation. I yeah. have to get home to a child or yeah. I have to be home for this. So for me, I just, it's in the setup. So if I'm with a client, I'm setting them up before it or I can give you time now or tomorrow morning, I can make it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah so that that's probably does that answer that
0: question um, and I you know you're not speaking for all women I'm not speaking for all men but I I can say that in my entire career that's I never worry about where my kids are when I've got an appointment running late like it's just not something Danielle that comes into my mind because you know my wife Jessica she she does those sort of things so I, I think that there's there's an important point to make there again for for the mothers is that don't feel that you can't be honest, be transparent about you're important to me as a client, but I'm I'm juggling a number of things and you say communication you're very communicative, but being being open with that with the client that you're in front of as well and just letting them know the lay of the land also. Yeah,
1: I, I think that you know and look if you asked me the same question ten years ago. I, it's almost yeah. I wouldn't have answered it the same way. I would have. It would have been like, oh no, I'm at work and I'm at work, and I you know I wouldn't have shared where I was, um, you know, with with family. Right. Um, but now that's really shifted for me, and this is part of it. Right. Um, and, and maybe that just comes with experience and maturity. But yeah, I, I think now it is it is for me in the setup and And people want the human side, you know honestly, I think people want the human side and want to be relatable,
0: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely so, absolutely I mean, I
1: don't sit there and, and talk about family the whole the whole thing, so don't get me wrong, but you know there are moments in time when you can put a hidden element into you know, in, into the conversation
0: um that that uh, has me thinking about um the the term of compartmentalization so how like that's that struggle that that all of us find you you're in your way of of being where you're at do you is, is that was that a learned thing for you is that something you you've developed evolved as well how do you how do you find yourself doing that
1: i think um well to answer it just in one yes it's learned it's definitely learned I, um I don't think otherwise, I think if you don't learn that, you're not going to have a career, a, a, well, a, 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 a decade career or a, a two-decade or three-decade, wherever you want that to go. So I think you do have to learn to compartmentalise, especially within any, any career. But with real estate, you know, we often say, don't we, the house is static, it's the emotion, a, a, emotional um, we're dealing with people and humans and emotions, their emotional being. I mean, that just is an example that we talked earlier, like, you know, people will ring at seven o'clock at night to say, I'm scared. I don't want to sell my house. Mm. You know, so you have, compartmentalising is important. Definitely. I read a book that would have, that that, that Think, um, Think, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yes. And he had what was really interesting when I got out of that was that figurative team that he had in his head. Yeah, and yep. it Kate talked about it, didn't she? When she talked the, about it the, in the back the, of her car, that's exactly.
0: Right. And
1: we're all nuts, probably people think we're crazy, but I have now this figurative group in my head. And if I've got something going on, like last night, in fact, I did, uh, you know, I kind of put the problem to them and just kind of hoping that my subconscious deals with it but I think that's a way for me as I've grown and learned to compartmentalise so then I can um, you know put it aside and, and watch myself close the filing cabinet or you know figuratively again but I think that's important to be able to do say okay it's going to be dealt with but we're going to put that aside because right now you know you want to be present with the family or you know, whether you can sleep or not sleep, all of those things are important, aren't they, to be able to um say, look, I can't change it now. It's just
0: Yeah. And there's an acceptance of that as well, that. and knowing what what are your controllables at any one particular time and and then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You mentioned a term to me that I am ignorant of, but I don't think many mothers would be, and that was the term of of mother guilt. Can you explain to The non-mothers listening to this what 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 do you mean by mother guilt what what's that
1: okay well again i didn't coin this this um might have been coined by ida buttrose but it's um i think it is a hormone actually where mothers um more so than men well and i'm not i'm speaking for, for me and my husband um he he doesn't seem to feel guilty. So one of our other strategies is um, every quarter we would go away, just the two of us. So it might be to the PIDA leadership conference, but we would just have one or two nights away. It might be just down to Melbourne and where I'd be like planning and feeling guilty that I'm leaving the kids where that just would not cross his mind. Um, And from a woman, from a mother that's working and often leaving the kids or forgetting them, and uh, pick up you you can suffer this mother guilt yeah and um so it's it's managing that and and women women talk about this like you know in, in my little running group that you know they do talk about how you know how it affects them and
0: yeah, does that, that answer what mother guilt is? It is, it is. So, so how, how then do you like, how do you push on from, from, I mean, it's going to affect you. You're going to feel at these things. How do you then go beyond that and then not use that? And, I, and look, forgive my, if, if this is the wrong way of word it, but how do you then prevent that from being an excuse not to do everything else and going well, I'm feeling this guilt. I'm going to be a mother first and foremost and everything else will have to wait. Like, how do you push beyond that deal with it? Like, how do you cope with it? I guess is what is. Yeah. Well,
1: well, we all, we all make choices at at that time. And for me, um, you know, a, a career and a fulfilling career was, is important. Was and is important. Um, so yeah I I do have to make that that choice I think that you know I think the one thing that they say um, how to spell love for children is T-I-M-E and so I think it is just you know we work and then we can enjoy really great holidays or Sundays like a non-negotiable I wouldn't work you know Sundays so look it's you know, we live in. It takes me five minutes to get to work, so we have an ability to be able to still go and watch the kids' sport, and um, you know, do all of that. It, it's. I, I don't know really how quite. I don't. I don't know how to answer it. I, I don't feel it ever goes adam okay. It's, it's I ever think, present. It's ever yeah. present.
0: You just you consciously you're, you're acknowledging that it's there, and you're you're accepting of the decisions that you've made, and you, you're comfortable in that. Is I that fair?
1: I think so because this morning, I'm off to Melbourne today to um a Mother's Day mass with my oldest daughter at um school and I'm taking my mum down. Well leaving the two other kids here this morning, you know, you're torn. Yeah. But it's just it's it just has to be done. So um again it's it it's just knowing that it's when I'm talking to other women about it or other mums and friends, it's like they're amazing women doing amazing things um and 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 are amazing mums, but we just resolve to the fact that yeah there is there is um mother guilt um but you know I think we can do both.
0: You, you said something in that, that, um, and, and some of this, the idea of having this conversation is to really talk about the practicalities of it. Um, Sunday's for you, family day, you use the word non-negotiable there. So talk, talk me through that. So, um, someone rings you on a Sunday, Danielle, we want to buy that house. That's happening Monday. Is it like, like, how do you navigate? That, that sort of, the, the salesperson in you versus, it. and I know we're talking about the ideal, but but let's talk about the practical as well, what does that look like for you? And there's no wrong answers, please there's no, it's not a trick
1: question <laughs> I said it's a non-negotiable no, look, I you, I can pick it like you could pick it It's you know, the, look, I had a phone call last Sunday, someone needed a storage shed, Um, you know it, it, it was desperate, I could feel it, you know, little I was home with little Sam, I was like, yep just he'll he'll just come with me so yeah yeah, there's definitely moments and that's when i was talking to you earlier that um you know there are lots of different theories about you know separate work like when you're at work you're at work when you're at home you're at home they're so intertwined for me and so so that means the kids are intertwined in it as well so they come along so uh, look i I think it's great yeah like i like you know the phones are off but um you know, if, if, if someone needs me, we'll, we'll make it happen.
0: Yeah, no. And I think that's, you know, that's, that's an honest way of, of looking at it. And I, I think it'd be fair to say your priority or focus on the Sunday is the family. That's where you want to be. That's like, but it's, there's also then the reality of having and running your own business. And, and again, being in yes. a small town where everyone talks and they want to talk about how positive, you know, their time was with you. So you don't want to let them down either. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Oh, look, one of our values in our office is family first. So I live in, and breathe it. In. And interestingly, our secretary has just resigned um, and she's got two little kids. And when I was talking to her about, you know, what is she going, what, what's she leaving, you know, is she leaving us? Well, I think she's leaving us better and grown, and um, she's moving back closer to family. But she said, you know, just the appreciation of that, you know when she needed to be there for the kids or whatever it was she she could without uh, you know me judging or, or making her feel guilty so that that for me as a leader that might not be look look different to you but for me that was a real compliment because that is our value that's on the wall um i want them to be able to have fulfilling productive careers but at the same time family first
0: yeah okay yeah because it's got to be it's got to be worth something like it you've got to be doing this for a purpose for for an impact and and yeah. for a lot of, of a lot of us and most of us that is our family
1: that's right yeah yeah, that's right.
0: yeah. no that's right a team of eight yourself included all women what does um how does that office function how does how does that go is everyone full time is everyone monday to friday what what give us a sense of that makeup if you will please
1: no, every um no, we only probably have two two full timers. Right. So yeah, a lot of um a lot of the women are, are part time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I'm just rebuilding after COVID. Yes. So um I'm just looking at that now. So just putting on another two salespeople. Yeah. Um that will definitely be down at Winning Ways in May. So um yeah, it's it, it it just seems to work. It's you know, it's not intentional. Like I said earlier, I just probably haven't had the yeah men um apply
0: for the jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. Danielle Kennedy anti men.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm like I'm the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> the feminist. Oh, it's all semantics. But look, no, just yeah, the property management team. Um, Look, it really, I find that women, mothers, they're nine to five when they're on. They work okay. so well and committed because they're in. Um, they know what they've got to get done, so they achieve it. There doesn't seem to be any, any, any waste of time.
0: Okay, great. Right.
1: Yeah. So, for me, it, you know, it works. And... Um, yeah, I
0: think that's about it there, is, there? No, is that that's Yeah, That's good. No, no, that's great. Um, Lisa, who runs our Northern Gold Coast office, wanted wanted actually, she offered me a question I wanted to I wanted to throw at you if you don't mind. Um when when you find yourself at a low point, okay. So like when you find whether and, and Lisa didn't go into what that means, but whether it means overwhelmed or struggling with results, these sort of things, how do you find time for yourself to do your refocusing you're re-energizing, but she also said the reaffirmation to yourself that you're on the right track, you're doing the right thing, and I, that probably her asking that question now that you've elaborated for me probably is tapping into a bit of her mother guilt, perhaps. But um, you know, she just said, "How do you make sure that you can still reassure yourself? I'm doing this for the right reasons and and rebuild, like rebuilding your yourself up." Um, I think that
1: comes back, Lisa. For me, that would come back to my goals. Yeah, so we, we, like I've always had a bias for goal goal setting. And again, that's not for everyone, I, I get it, but for me, that's what works. So, you know, we, we have both, Dame and I a, as a unit have, have goals and then individual as well. So, um, no, look, we do, of course, we all have those moments in time when you think, yeah, you should be somewhere where you're not, or you should be home, whatever that may look like. Um, but i'm pretty structured so i do affirmations every morning and i would journal every day yeah. and so in the journal like you would if you read my journal during covid you know i'm in like many people in some really tough times and sleepless nights and you can um you know you can see how the language changes when you come through that but i think journaling and getting it out of my head onto paper helps
0: yes yeah,
1: and you know, to just be revisiting um, goals, and really, you know, always having something to look forward to. Yeah. So yep. to plan something to look forward to, I think that's important. Damien, like at different times, he he's not um, interested. I, I don't mean no interest is not the right word. He, he the day to day running of the real estate office. Um, wouldn't we wouldn't have those conversations but if I needed to um download, yeah, he would be yeah, drop everything and and we would have that, you know, I could go to him for, for that kind of support as well. So um and he would probably turn around and say, Well don't worry, don't do it. <laughs> so um that's not I think don't
0: do the business, like don't stress like yeah, just don't worry but
1: yeah. about it. do it. Yeah. Um, and that's you do that's just his the power um, of <laughs> His nature, yeah. That doesn't sound like Lisa's nature. Um, so, no, I think it's really important, isn't it, just to go back to you know to your goals and and to for me to get it out of my head onto paper.
0: Danielle, uh, a couple and and once again, I, I'm trying to interpret this from from my perspective, but you've mentioned, you know. Communication structures, planning goals, affirmations. You, you are talking about topics that, that we, that are an integral part of, of winning ways and talking about those, those, um, you know, especially day one of winning ways is focused on getting yourself right. What I can hear from you though, is from your point of view with, with everything that you've got going on, these building blocks, these foundations, if you will, are far more important. In your situation, then perhaps in others that can can make it work. Whatever does that? Does that sound a fair interpretation of what you said?
1: I think anyone. Um, I think anyone that does um, those things that you've just mentioned are going to be better. So yeah. it, it doesn't matter if you're a mum, a dad, a, you know, a twenty-year-old. If you're kind of laser-focused on your direction and where you're headed, mm-hmm. you, you're gonna you're gonna have the successes that you want. Whatever they may be, yeah. Um, you know, for me, you know, what I've what I've realised and learned about myself is that um, we need to direct. Like even during COVID, you have to be able to direct you where you're headed, yeah. and and your own destiny. And you, you do that by planning.
0: Yeah. You is it fair to say you do a lot of your self development, working on yourself, your reflection. That's your five to five thirty. That's that. Is like is that also a, a nighttime thing, or is it really that that morning sort of
1: um, At different times, like at nighttime, I would also um, whatever my goal is, at the, I'd write that um, fifteen times at nighttime, um, and that's kind of you know what? It's, it's interestingly interesting. I've got it's not addiction. I don't mean that. I'm not using that word loosely, but it almost just calms me. So it maybe it transitions from um, clean the kitchen, kids in bed, readers, mm-hmm. washing in, and then I'm in bed and I, you know, I just transition by writing whatever the goal is.
0: Yeah. Okay. Lovely. So
1: I think maybe I rely on that for just transition to sleep time. <laughs> so oh, you're
0: getting into sleep, thinking about your goals, and then you're waking up, you're up there, yes. you're journaling. You're, yes. Yeah. You're yeah. Yeah. Beginning and ending of your days with the right the right thoughts and not allowing. Yeah. I love it. um last question i've got for you knowing knowing what you know now all these years later would you have done anything differently like i mean you know it's the easy thing what what's the best three bits of advice you've got but what would what would what would have a younger danielle if you had your chance to talk to her about doing things differently what sort of advice would you give her
1: Look to answer your question: Would we do anything differently? I think many people would respond the same way. We are who we are because of what's happened previous, yes. um, so that that's that's made us who we are today. So probably I would say I'd answer that question that way. Yes. Um, but for advice for myself, and look, I'm raising now a nineteen, a, you know, a girl, a daughter, in year twelve, a, a sixteen-year-old. So. I am relating to that at that time in my life. And um, the kind of the advice that I give them is I don't, whatever they're doing, do it excellently. So whatever you choose to do, um, whether, you know, they work in the ice cream shop or the cafe or um, our oldest daughter's kind of starting a little bit more of a career, it's, you know, do it well, even if you're the coffee collector. So, you know, I think that's probably one of the things I'm sharing with them at the moment.
0: Yeah, terrific. Because then doors
1: open, walk down the corridor, the doors will open. Um and I found that here. Like I came from the city to a small country town and you know, if if opportunities do do open, doors do open. Yeah. You have to just jump in.
0: You have to jump in. They they open after though you've done the work, after you've made the commitment, that opportunity it comes last, but they do come, you're absolutely right when you when you do. Yeah. Yeah. That's phenomenal, Danielle. thank you really, really appreciate your insights on that. I think there's a lot of a lot of value there for um for everyone listening to it. I mean, I think for obviously the mothers, that's the easy one, but I think for the team members that don't that aren't married, that don't have kids that don't have those sort of things, it just gives them some perspective on on their teammates if if they're in that situation of what what they're dealing with and how that they might be able to support them as a team member so that's that's really great. Thank you for that.
1: Uh, no, it's really humbling that you asked. I, um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate chatting it through.
0: No, that's great, man. And as always, let's um let's finish up. I just want to I just want to remind everyone, as always, that they've got the winner circle hotline available to them. Um, if you want to reach out about a, a specific challenge that you're going through, uh, a result you need to get over the line, this is a service um that you can you can pick up that phone and you can get on the other end of the phone. Once again, we've got um. We've got four, four people, um, handling it over, over the next month. Um, Michael Meakin, who is obviously the, the principal and uh, a great salesman in his own right of Brian Mark real estate. Michael's been in real estate, you know, some 30 odd years and, and his, his office in, in Warrnambool, Victoria, um, smaller town as well, probably different to, to your small town, but, uh, well, you know, not that small Warrnambool, but you know what I mean? It's not <laughs> Melbourne, it's not a metropolis, um, We've got Nick Skopoulos from Nicholas Scott Real Estate. So um, Nick's been the director of his company, I think, since since the late 90s, been in it since the 80s and still just full of energy that man Nick he's just so so Mark Wilson we've spoken about before 45 years still going hard and
1: I'd like to speak to him
0: yes so it's always always great when you've got Mark on the hotline and what advice you get the advice Mark's giving is probably not coming out of the manual though so so be be, be prepared for that he's a rogue beg your pardon He, he goes rogue he does go rogue he goes rogue but um in, in in all the right ways and we've also got uh Mario Latanzi. so Mario is obviously um here in Brisbane Clark real estate selling principal great um great business mind and really offers Mario's always offered some really good perspectives on things so um so if you want to access the winner's circle hotline jump on on the website once again the winnercircle.realestate you've got the call now function there it's also got the phone number for you to lean on um, if you're listening to the podcast, if you've liked what you've heard, please subscribe. And, um, if you've got a field challenge, you want us to speak about in, um, in the next episode, um, you know, once again on the website, drop us a line there and, and we'd love to talk to you about it. But, um, but Danielle to you, thank you so much once again for for your time this morning. It is, it is really appreciated. And I think, um, as I said, I think there's, it's, it's just a lot of going to be a lot of benefit to a lot of people. Um. Yeah, no, really appreciate it. Have a great day.
1: E.T.